Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. And today we have a panelist uh, that needs no introduction. He is uh, a good friend, but uh, a really dedicated soldier, served this country honorably, Victor Legrone. He is the U.S. Army Intelligence Analyst, 35-8 Hotel, uh, veteran and uh, director of Strategic Partnerships and Alliances, Diversity and Inclusion Veterans Advisor, Greater Los Angeles Area, and uh, he sometimes will do an analysis on me once in a while when we eat uh, lunch, or that, that usually helps me get through the rest of my life. But that's another story. So we also have with him Bruce A. Nichols, Jr., who is a U.S. Marine Corps veteran and military director of Kappa Epsilon Psi, Programs and Initiatives. Uh, this is a military fraternity, and today's discussion is the military fraternity Kappa Epsilon Psi, Programs and Services. Welcome, 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 Victor, and welcome, welcome, Bruce. So, Brother Bruce, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear everyone. Thank you so much. Yeah, so, you know, first of all, I'm going to start out by uh, quickly just making a, a brief correction. It's, it's Kappa Kai. Lambda Chi. Kai. Yeah, Kai. I see they, they put Lambda Psi Kai. in here. Yes, sir. <laughs> it should be Kai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Somebody was thinking about something else. But, um, you know, I want to thank one of our biggest partners, um, a, a national and international chapter uh, organization that has really brought some great structure and purpose and service to the veteran community. Um, I want to introduce a, a, a fine Marine, a go- outstanding veteran and leader, um, the good brother, Bruce Nichols. So Bruce, if you could quickly just kind of give us a little introduction about yourself and uh, how you uh, got to the organization today. Uh, thank you, Victor. Thank you, everyone, on the call. I truly appreciate this opportunity to um, to represent Captain uh, Military Attorney Incorporated. Um, Twenty years in the Marine Corps. I grew up in Miami, Florida. Um, following my dad's footsteps, uh, just my definitely my my hero as well. Uh, after 20 years, I specialized in communications and securities. Um, 2010, I retired. Uh, spent about six years in Iraq. Uh, doing base uh, defense operations centers, uh, securities as well. Um, I was introduced to Kappa Lambda Chi, funny through my wife, because she, she found out about Kappa Epsilon Psi, military for sorority, before I did. And <laughs> as brothers, brothers, organizations, you know, when she had her, her antennas up, mine was up too, and she just happened to be uh, uh, a 20-year veteran of U.S. Army as well. Okay, so uh, we were, you know, doing our joint ops thing. Um, so, yeah, I have, I have four beautiful kids, beautiful daughters, and I'm happily married to my beautiful wife and uh, just loving life with Capital Lambda Child Military Fraternity Incorporated. The brotherhood is extremely strong, uh, motivated. We started out in uh, 2013 and uh, July actually July 4th, 2013. So this is our Founders Day uh, weekend coming up as well. And, you know, we're just highly motivated. Uh, a group of us, uh, like-minded men from the military, from uh, young soldiers uh, all the way up to, you know, sergeant majors and colonels. 
retirees, um, so veterans, and you know, we just we're trying to make a big difference in this world. Um, so yeah, I, I don't I want to take up too much time on on that little piece. Oh, that's great. That's good history. <laughs> so you know, Bruce, let's talk a little bit about some of the programmatic work your your fraternity does in particular, because one of the things that I really got excited about when I started talking to you was the impact and the way in which you guys were empowering veterans within your fraternity, not just stateside, but also on international basis. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that service component and what it looks like. Um, I, I can really speak to the international side first. I, my, my last, uh, position with Captain Andekai was the uh, the Vice President of International Operations. That position has been phased out, but uh, I did that for about three or four years where taking the, uh, the mentality of having forward operations, um, taking the, the, the minimum resources and reaching out to different locations, particularly Korea um, in the uh, Spain, we actually was able to introduce Capitan de Ca as a full blown chapter in uh in Spain. Um we have uh members in Kuwait, Afghanistan, out in Iraq. I was actually in Iraq operating as that position. Um you know, brothers it's just across the realm. And our goal uh from one of our founders the intention was to try to put Capitan de Ca on every base. And the reason for that is because our founders uh, decided to, to bring about Capital and the Cal Military Fraternity Incorporated because the military personnel didn't have their own fraternity at the time. It was, you know, we, we always, like, like the Marine Corps was my fraternity. But after so many years, you know, you're like, well, I still talk to these couple of guys. But I actually speak to these brothers on a daily basis. Um, so, and like I said, just like-minded men. So reaching out and taking one person and saying, okay, you're a member, Go out and, and recruit, find other other uh, active duty members or retirees that's on the basis, and see if they're interested. When they start to see what we're about, our foundation is the brotherhood. So at any given time, you can turn to your left and the right and, and lean on your brother for any type of information. But the good part about leaning on a, a like man, like minded man of the military is that we can all have the same conversation regardless if Victor was in the army, I'm in the Marine Corps. We still have ex- a lot of extremely uh, similar experiences and conversations and dialogues that just, they just, just cross deck so, so easily. Vice, we trying to talk to a civilian who would never understand the rigors of deploying or, you know, leaving my family behind and stuff like that. So that actually just started drawing a lot of people in. Uh, to the organization. So many younger guys, they're like, hey, I just don't want to be a part of fraternity. And they knew that as a military person that they could join. That's, and we only take military uh, personnel. It's all military retirees, mm-hmm. Army, Air Force, uh, U.S. Coast Guard, everywhere. So that was one of the first founding uh, programs, you would say. Um, but in our mission statement, our intention was to take those brothers and just to build something within our communities. So giving back to a community, whether it was on base or just outside of base or wherever, like for example, we have brothers in Korea and across Korea. I'm not going to name a particular city, but they actually, when they, before COVID, I'm speaking before pandemic because it changed everything, is that they would go out and do stuff with schools. 
you know, introduce the schools to different types of things or go on and support uh, a cleanup effort on a river or something that we knew that our presence would do something just to simply help an organization. Here on stateside, it's a little bit more robust because of the resources and the personnel are a lot higher. So they were able to go out and do the very same things, but at a larger scale, go out and help schools from elementaries up to high schools, actually start mentorship programs where in, the, in its infancy, we were just working with people that we knew and members of members of Kappa Epsilon size. Well, like, hey, we'll start. Let me mentor your son. You know, let me let me mentor these young men in this elementary school. And as they started drawing more, they actually started drawing more people to our organization as well. And one of the things that we try to make sure is that our foundation is just very well rooted in the community. Um, and since then, we've grown into some other programs. Um, you know, such as uh, we're trying to. Uh, at this point, trying to internally establish programs for our members where it's easier for them to transition from active duty to retirement or uh, non-active duty, uh, or um, finding ways to be more interactive with the VA uh, process, which we call our VAP program, Veterans Assistance Program. So we're, we're we're just constantly turning forward and keeping that and keeping that momentum going with this train, so that we can also uh, as things come up, like some of the interesting conversations with Victor, for example, has given more ideas. Say, hey, we can do a little bit more for our brothers that are that are veterans, and as we do more for them, it grows and, and, and kind of gives a wave out to our community as well. But the key is starting with the veteran himself and building each brother one at a time. So that, that's kind of uh, you know an umbrella type explanation of our pro- problematic type issues. When we say as a Lambda man, that's how we call ourselves, is that this is what I want to project to my brothers, veterans, and how we treat each other and the current establishment of different programs. Something as simple as a reading program it can bridge, you know, bridge the gap between a U.S. soldier and a Navy, and a, a Navy shipment. So we can say did you read this book by, for example, President Obama? Yes, I read this book. So we're trying to make it to where those things are a part of our nature. And we all know that those things happen on active duty as well. So we try to take our active duty experiences and bring them into the into the fold. We're also looking at the hierarchy of, uh, of experience. We're taking our sergeant majors, sergeants major, and our uh, more senior officers that are part of the organization, and we're slowly trickling down those mentorship programs as well. So internally, let's say you have a young soldier, that's an E5, for example. He doesn't, it's natural for him to go to someone in his unit, but in his, within his fraternity, he can go, he would have a senior staff and seal, or E7 or E8, possibly an E9, someone he can turn to and say, well, how does the promotion process work? Or what can I do when I want to transition from um, you know, Fort Stewart out to the Pohang somewhere. Hey, let me call this, let me connect you with this brother, and he's going to make sure that you get everything you need to transition into those situations or to give you a little bit more one-on-one mentorship by always having to go through the structured, rigorous programs that's already established by the military. No, someone to, Bruce, so... Go ahead, Damien. If someone wants to join 
uh, you know, Kappa Lambda Chi, what website would they go to? How would they get in contact with the organization? Our, our uh, all-encompassing website is militaryfraternity.org. But if you put in militaryfraternity.com, whatever, it should come up to ours. It's going to have the purple and black in our colors. It'll say Military Fraternity, Captain Lambda Chi, Military Fraternity Incorporated on the top. And for anyone that wants to join, there's an application tab on there. They're going to simply press that tab, and it'll take them through the entire process. Uh, one of the things that we ensure there's also a, a, a simple background check uh, that occurs as well, and, that, and it walks the person through the whole thing. One of the things that we do have a requirement for is either um, successful active duty, no current active duty, or a successful uh tour or career that has a DD-214 type of scenario that says honorable, other honorable into that area. So if it's something that's honorable, you know, that's dishonorable, that's a red flag immediately for us. But we still look at the uh, process to make sure that we're trying to bring in, you know, the, the, the cream of the crop type scenario where we're bringing in brothers who really need someone that they can turn to and say, hey, I want to be part of this organization, and I meet the criteria as being a military service member, and I'm currently active. I'm in good standing with my military uh, service, and or I was honorably discharged with no problems. Mm, okay. So, so Bruce, you know, one of the first things I noticed, and, you know, I actually found you guys on Facebook, right? I had yes. looked, and I saw these different chapters. I was like, okay, who is this organization? Let me hit these brothers up. And, you know, I looked you up on LinkedIn and you reached out and we, and we had some really great conversations. And the first thing that, that came to my mind as far as value goes is, and, and Damon often talks about this, how we transition will determine how successfully we, we will adapt to being home, right? Because there's a lot of structure when you're in the uniform and when you're on the base and you've got your command structure in your unit and so on. But when you have to go home and figure everything out and still uh, deal with some of the challenges from your deployment, still understand you're reacclimating back into your family, back into your community. What I've found is organizations like this really allow for personnel to have someone to go to, get some best practices, get some better understanding, not just job search, but also you know, that service opportunity. I know that you guys mentor, but I also recognize that you do community service projects. You know, when I first looked you up, you only had like 20 chapters. Now you have chapters all across the country. You're in Hawaii, you're in Japan, you know, all those things you said. So if if you can talk really quickly a little bit about how impactful it's been for your members to have that network already in place when they transition out to service. Uh, that is a great question. I, would, I wanted to kind of give you just a simple truth that's something that you think that actually have like a storyline that we've had brothers that were transitioning, no real understanding of what they needed. And on top of, you know, going through that long, drawn-out process with the military or the VA, we had brothers that were able to come to their support and their help. And, and not only just to say, hey, Give me your resume. Let me make some calls, and these guys get in jobs from you know from their you know their brothers to the left and the right. I personally have actually was able to help a couple of my brothers get 
you know, six-figure jobs overseas, like coming straight out of the military or when they were not available to be able to get uh, into the tour jobs. Like, no, give me a resume. Let me call. When you say your phone number was? <laughs> I, I don't know if you, if you ready if you ready to go overseas you know it's kind of hot over there but you know it was just one of those scenarios and uh you know and just and i know you're asking about the transition Victor, but the one of the things like we've had brothers that were deployed for example you know find out you know something happened to someone in my family and they're in maryland hold on let me get the Maryland chapter president online. Yeah, Brother Nichols, you know, their house burned down. I need you guys to take action. Not only will they come up with funding, with clothing, with uh, helping with school, uh, they actually reached out to make sure that, hey, let's call it the, the Red Cross. Let's call the military. Let's call the Army themselves. Let's, they make, they help facilitate so much help a lot faster because a large majority of our fraternity has members that are physically in those seats. Um, and, to, and to include our, our sister sorority, you know, uh, we had, there was a death in the family, for example. And the brother didn't know what to do. We was able to call here on Fort Gordon. I'm in Augusta, Georgia, in Fort Gordon. And one of our sisters was able to just simply get the information directly from her job, that's what she did, and was able to relay it back to the brothers and say, here's what's going on, here's what you need to do. And we was able to take the information and run with it and actually was giving the information to his unit, saying, here's the information you need to help him even better. You know, so, and I know these are all small, just little different things because it happens on a daily basis, but um, it's, it's one of those things that it, it just grows. Like, as we, it's something that I talk to different uh, leaders in our organization say, we're eight years old, and we have yet to experience everything that's going to happen to an organization. But when they do happen, it is our job and our position to hope that we can take our experiences from the military and be prepared mm-hmm. to address them as they come. So I, I can tell you different things, but one of the things that we are trying to, to just keep continuing building our foundation, you know, because we have a chaplain's corps. You know, a, a chaplain's corps is amazing. So this you know, unfortunately, we've experienced deaths in our organization. They reach out so quickly, take you know, talk to the family, make sure the family. I mean, nine times out of ten, we're ahead of their job with a military, you know, service, you know, wherever they at, because of the the quick responses of the organization by having people in their areas or where their families are from, and having the heart and the, and the brother, the tightness of a brotherhood to be able to go and say, hey, let me take care of this brother. Let me make a call so I can see what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruce, that's so important, man. And and you just kind of sparked my mind that I probably need to have your wife on the show next month to talk about <laughs> the sorority and some of their activities. Yeah. Because as we all know, the sisters lead the way, right? Everything we do, they Absolutely. do better. And, Absolutely. Um, first of all, they're far better communicators, right? So let's be honest about that yeah. piece of it, right? So as we start looking at transition, as we start looking at that, that – um, that comfortable landing spot for our service members, right? Cause you're so right. Things happen and we're not always prepared for everything that happens when we get out. You know, for me, I want to just make sure that the broader veteran community understands what the fraternity does, how to get in contact, how to go through the membership process, but also the benefits of being connected again to that military family. Right. 
the familiarity with the structures and also saying, hey, I know that I have a battle buddy, but I also have a big brother, right? Yes. There's somebody I can reach out to because you you and I have had a number of conversations and you're always flying somewhere, running all over, taking care of something. And I've always said, man, it's just great to see how many committed, dedicated brothers there are out there. And, um, you know, I actually used your fraternity as an example when I was talking to Senator Warnock's office. I said, hey, if you're going to do something with legislation, right, there's veterans in your community that you have to be engaged with, that you have to have a conversation with. Because my goal, as you know, is to get as many organizations that serve our communities engaged in the political process, engaged in public policy. Because if they want our vote, they have to earn our vote by action. So, you know, I just want to thank you again. Okay. Um, I want to turn the mic over to the brother Damon Arnold because I know he's got a question for you. Okay, yeah, I was just wondering, where's your headquarters located? You know, or our, our headquarters is in DeKalb County. Um, okay. We're actually in. If you look up the Omega World Center, we're actually housed in the Omega World Center building. Um, on the and we're wonderfully have a great relationship with the Omegas that. They was able to uh, our sister sorority and our our soror- our fraternity are housed in that same building. Currently, it's a temporary per, uh, uh, place of business, but it is they've been so helpful and so uh, yeah. kind with uh, with helping us get into that to that uh, to that building. We've yeah. been there for a little bit over a couple years now, so yeah. And we have uh, very little time left, but I was going to say people need to go to militaryfraternity.org dot org or just just Google it, and your your, your pop up is going to be cap, you know Kappa Lambda Chi. That's what you're going to see. But I was, I was wondering, you know, how does that relate to the Pan Hellenic Council really quickly? We're actually part of the Panhandle uh, Council as well. Um, I have yet to have, I, I can't, I'm looking forward to going to the, to the next uh, uh, conference they have, but we have uh, attended the last couple of council, uh, uh, council meetings. And it, it's been uh, a learning lesson for us, a, a growing, some of the growth lesson that realizing, and even like my conversations with Victor, that the world is so much bigger than what we realize when it comes to the little things, you know, so that when we get to the Panhellenic uh, meetings and the council, we start learning a lot more about what and who to work for and to, and to work towards. Yeah, because a lot so of people it, are trying it, to press, press me to do Alpha, Omega. I'm, I'm at the, so, you know, you haven't heard anything yet. You know, to say Kappa, Lambda, Chi, <laughs> and then you'll Kappa, be on the, you'll be Lambda, on the right place. <laughs> I'm so glad, really glad that Victor brought you here. Uh, <laughs> but we are, you know, our running table boots on the ground with Victor. And uh, is incredible every time we have him on. Victor Legroom is a good friend and uh, a, a definite veteran who has served this country and a hero. So, uh, Victor, thank you so much. And Bruce A. Nichols, Jr., uh, you just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a beautiful thing with Kappa Lambda Chi. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.